Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Nursing Queen. Nursing Queen offers stylish nursing clothes that will make your life easier and that you'll want to wear long after your nursing days are over. And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is your organic and lanolin-free answer to sore or cracked nipples. But we will hear more from our sponsors later. And right now, Diane has our review of the week. I do have our review of the week. And our review of the week is from, you know, I always have fun trying to say these little (laughs) names. And it's not even like a difficult one, but I just don't want to say it wrong. I would have never made a good, like, school teacher or anything like that. Uh, (laughs) Athol0727. I think that was right. If not, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to butcher it. But what she says is... I was scared to death about feeding my little one even before he arrived and was lucky enough to be able to attend a breastfeeding class by Diane Cassidy. Right away, I felt better. From debunking the myth that breastfeeding moms can't enjoy a drink to educating me about why my mom likely said breastfeeding was impossible for her, I just got the sense that it isn't so bad and I have found that breastfeeding is actually amazing and I love it so much, as does my son. I've tried to really stay ahead of any potential issues by keeping up with the relevant podcasts to my son's age and development, and it's worked really well so far. Shout out to the Breast Strike podcast for being there just in time. I definitely suggest listening to this podcast. You should should be able to complete an episode in one day's commute to and from work, and Diane and Abby are extremely entertaining. And the title of this this review was a must for the non-expert mommy, and One of the things I love about our reviews is I love it when they tell us which episode really stood out for them. You know, like she really, you know, said about the the nursing strike when we did that episode, that that was really great. She was experiencing that at that moment. So I just love that some of these episodes really hit home for people. It's not just like, oh, the information was really great. I, you know, some of these episodes are just like really hit home. And I love that. Yeah, and we don't want it to be, you know, I mean, you know, we are experts in some certain ways, but we don't want it to be like just kind of bland information to like make you smarter. Like we want this to actually help you. You know, it's not it's not a class like this is supposed to be like actually like helping you intervene and solve problems. Yeah, so we would love it if you keep sending us reviews on iTunes and you could be our review of the week. Let us know, you know, what you like. Let us know if you have suggestions and let's go from there. What are we talking about today? What should we talk about? We're what talking we make people smarter about today. <laughs> comfort nursing. Doesn't everybody Woo! want to talk about comfort nursing? Oh my god. Because all of your kiddos do it. They all do it. We yeah. All... It's a big one think we don't have enough milk when they're doing it and society hates it and tells you that your baby shouldn't be doing it right they say your baby's using you as a pacifier you know hate that which is yeah which is based in it's just total misinformation and misunderstanding of what's going on and and it's totally like insulting of what the baby is doing like the baby is never just hanging around there doing nothing Like, there's never no reason for your baby to be there. 
pacifier is a replacement for the mother. Exactly. So for the boob. it's a for yeah. yeah for anybody to say like oh the baby's using you as a pacifier. I hear that probably once a day. You know the baby's right. using me as a pacifier. I don't want the baby to just use me as a pacifier. And it's like that is such I don't know it just makes my skin crawl every time I hear it because that's not what's happening. That is not what's happening. And I think I don't know we're just inclined to believe that if the baby is doing anything but nursing it's wrong right well i mean this comes from from a bottle feeding norm right so bottle feeding is the norm in our culture and when you have bottle feeding a baby um pacifiers are quite handy because Mm -hmm. you don't want your baby to just be kind of constantly suckling and comfort suckling a bottle because they will overfeed right you know, so a pacifier. And once the bottle's gone, it's useful. gone. You got to. Right. Yeah. Then it's gone. Right. And right. once. Right. Once the bottle's gone, it's gone. And then babies still want to suck. So then you just pop the pacifier in. Right. So that's they kind don't of how a just... lot of that happened. Exactly. That's how that became the thing. How pacifiers came useful. Um, it, you know, but. I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> you talk. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I. So this has come up. Well, this comes up a lot, but this week especially, it came up a couple of times, once with a newborn or twice, actually, you know, more than once with a newborn and once with an older baby. So I thought it was perfect timing to talk about comfort feeding because it's not something that you see with just a newborn baby either. Uh, My six and and a half year old comfort nursed himself to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And why? And people, and you, and you could very easily say, "Well, he's using you as a pacifier." Well, but that doesn't make any. Uh, the comfort nursing that doesn't is not, nurture the pacifier the, is not nurturing, comforting, and securing him. Well, I don't need. It's um, putting him to a sleep. Pacifier. Yeah, I have my. I have my boob. It's right here. Right. I've got it. Right. And he, you know, that is how he was able to go to sleep. And that was not, it's not um, manipulative. It's not, you know, um, (laughs) harmful. It's not any of these list of things that people would say. This is totally normal. The suckling, the comfort um, through suckling is, that's how they're wired. Mm -hmm. For a very long time, a lot longer than people want to think. I mean, where does sucking thumbs come from? You see a lot of thumb sucking right in babies that are weaned early. You don't tend to see um, thumb sucking in in kids who are breastfed, you know, for a long time. Now, if you weaned early and your kid sucks at home, it's fine. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just trying to uh, trying to illustrate where the I'm trying to to talk about, you know, how the how the comfort suckling is, you know, comes up, comes out for all kids. I mean, it's it's just a normal process of development. And we're trying to squash it. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's it's just, it's, but it's hard. Like if you're, the other end of it is like, you're tired, you're, maybe you're sore. It's, you're new into that, you know, like, and you're questioning everything. And is a baby really nursing? Is a baby not nursing? Like then it it can be, feel very overwhelming, you know? Um, And then when they get older, you're kind of like, okay, this will calm him. This will put him to sleep. This, you know, and you're kind of almost using it as like a crutch. Not, you know, like, you know what I mean? Not like a, it's just, you know, that that's what's going to help. 
So you do it yeah. knowing that there's no no downside and it's not a big deal. But in the in the beginning when you have your newborns, this is a huge issue for parents because they don't realize that this is such a common thing. And they think the first thing they think of is what? The baby's not getting enough to eat. Right. The first thing milk. that they think of. The first thing that everybody thinks of. The grandma, the, you know, the father, the partner, the uncle, the neighbor, whatever. Everybody said, oh, your baby's on the breast again? They must not be getting enough to eat. Your baby's rooting. Yep. What is your baby doing? They're looking around. They're looking for something. Must not have gotten enough to eat. It's not the case. Yep. Most of the time. No, and actually... The more that your baby is at your breast, the more milk that you will make. Right. Even if they're just hanging out there and not doing anything, which, by the way, is quite rare. I mean, people, when they think that their baby is just kind of hanging out, um, they are actually, actually, milk is transferring most of the time, even if it's small amounts. But they're still stimulating, you know, your hormones and things like that. And that's very important to, towards your, to, to milk yeah. supply. Absolutely. It's very important for milk supply. It's very important for brain development. It's very important to, you know, secure that trust that they're building with you to secure relationship and attachment. There's so much to it. And it's just it's a really important piece. So to try to, like, remove yourself from the idea that the baby is using you or manipulating you or, you know, just I don't know what, but. That's not what's that's not what's happening at all. No, babies that's aren't capable of manipulating. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They're not capable. Mm -hmm. They don't they're not developmentally capable of manipulating you. No, they're, they're never doing that ever. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Comfort nursing, crying, anything. That's not what is ever happening. No. And I do think it's interesting because people people will say back to the whole feeding all the time thing. People will be like, oh, they're not neat. They're not. So we have kind of like two sides of it, right? Somebody who's like, oh, you're not making enough milk. Mm -hmm. That kind of, that fear. And then the, well, they're not even eating now. They're just using you. Um, you know, you should just take them off. How do they know they're not eating? <laughs> how do they know that there's no, how do they know? I, know? I mean, you might know. Or you might not. I mean, sometimes it's hard to tell. I mean, sometimes they're they're really nursing hard and you can tell when they're really... But but sometimes they're just kind of, you know, yeah. Ba babies eat at different speeds too. Not every baby is you know going to be eating. They don't all eat exactly the same. And I mean, and the I think too the important thing to remember is babies don't need to breastfeed just for food. Like there's there's a meme going around on Facebook. I'm sure you've seen it. You've probably even posted it. That like babies nurse because of and then there's like a whole slew of you know of reasons oh yeah that babies I, I just nurse. made one of those did you it's so fantastic one, because yeah, last month everybody that, like babies normally you know oh, they're not eating so you know we need to do this or oh nope they just ate can't put them back on or they're not and it's like it definitely depends on what your situation is but honest to god they don't eat they don't go to the breast just to eat that's not their main focus. What they no, get from breastfeeding, breastfeeding is so much more. Yeah. And what the food is like such a small percentage of what they actually get breastfeeding anyway. Like Absolutely. it is just such a small part of it. 
And it's not – that's why it drives me crazy when people just automatically, you know, like if they choose not to breastfeed or if they choose to wean early for whatever reason or if it was suggested by their doctor to start introducing, you know, formula or solids or anything that. And it's like – but it, it's not – it's breastfeeding should not be considered just a way to feed your baby because that's not what it is. No. And they're so, I mean, when they're, you know, at this, you know, when they're babies, that's all they know. Mm-hmm. They're not like, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to breastfeed. And now I'm cold. I'm going to put a blanket on and now I'm scared. So I'm going to, you know, ask for some help. Like they can't, all they know is to latch on and suckle. Yeah. That gives them feet, that gives them food, that gives them comfort. And all of this stuff is kind of blurred together. It's not compartmentalized like it is for <laughs> adults. Yeah, yeah. It's all they know. It's just, yeah. So when they're newborn, so like the a couple of the things, a couple of the mamas that I saw this week, it said it was a newborn thing. And the majority of the time when I have a new family, we talk about, what feedings are going to look like you know like this is what your baby's doing when they're swallowing this is what your baby looks like when they're feeding this is what it looks like but it never fails and it's just like well the baby's at the breast for like an hour or the baby's doing this the baby you know i thought they're just feeding constantly so i didn't know if they're getting enough and it's it really is it's a comfort thing and i think it's really so hard for so many people to understand that your baby just wants to be with you especially in the newborn phase my gosh, I can't put the baby down. No, they don't want to be put down. They want to be held by you. They want to be at the breast. They want to be soothed and calmed and they want to suck because it's calming. That's where they want to be. It's not that they're starving. They just, that's a comfort thing. It's its comfort, it's security, it's trust. You're answering their needs. You're re- responding to their needs. And that is what needs to happen. So it's not like okay, this is a horrible situation and your baby's starving all night long. But people really do that. Oh, they feed all night. She must not be getting enough. She feeds all night long. Something's wrong because she feeds all night. No, it's really not. And I, I did say with somebody recently because they said it's, you know, the evening time. A lot of this happens sometimes in the evening. You'll just get like those um, pockets of time where the baby will cluster feed and just be on the breast for hours you know, on and off, maybe with a 15, 20 minute break here and there, depending, but for the most part, like just on the breast for several hours at a time. And people really are just like, she's starving. I'm not making enough milk in the evening. They're starving. She's not sleeping. And I'm like, that is a comfort thing. It is not, but I just cannot convince them. Everybody's convinced they're starving. I guess the comfort. They're not Yeah, hungry. that's the main fear, right? I mean, that's the main fear kind of in everything. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that so the first supply. thing I usually number do. Number one fear. Right. is milk supply. So usually what I say to that mom is, how is the baby for the rest of the day? Oh, fine. She'll eat, sleep for two hours, whatever. Then, you know, get up and eat again. Like, okay, if it was a milk supply problem, this probably would be happening all day long, not at just a certain time of the day. And how is the baby's weight gain? Oh, the baby gained like five ounces in two days. Okay. Then the baby's eating. Like, this has nothing to do with feeding. This is not, you know, this is more of a comfort thing. This is just, you know, get a wrap, get, you know, whatever that you need to be comfortable, accept that it's going to happen because it just is the way they're wired to be with you. And they were, they were legitimately attached to your body and now they're not anymore and they want to still be attached to your body. 
Yeah, it's going to take, that transition is going to take a while. It is. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be years and years and years. And it's normal. It's normal. It's normal for your baby to feed like that. You know, it's, it's totally okay. It's overwhelming. And you know what? It is perfectly okay to tell your friend or tell your mom's group or tell whoever is a support person for you. This is really overwhelming to me and it's really hard because it is in the beginning. You know, you're recovering from birth and you're just trying to wrap your head around everything and it feels really overwhelmed to be needed like that. But it's not forever. Well, you'll be needed forever, but your baby is not going to feel like that forever, you know. But um, if people knew, you know, like if our society just put it out there that like, this your baby wants to be attached to you your baby wants to be comforted and needed and you know they just this is just how it is but no our society's like separate them put them in their own room put them over here cut them off after they've eaten for a few minutes don't offer them if it hasn't been a certain amount of time like the it's ridiculous some of the guidance that's out there about separating moms and babies like that I agree. It really is. And we should talk more about that after a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Nursing Queen. Nursing Queen was started by a nursing mom who wanted to see more stylish options of nursing clothes, especially cute, non-clingy styles that look great wash after wash, because you know you'll be wearing those tops on repeat. Nursing Queen focuses on designs that look like regular clothes which you'll wear long after your nursing days. They feature hidden zippers or flaps for easy one-handed access. Nursing Queen is for the mom who appreciates great style and quality, but doesn't want to spend a fortune on nursing clothes. From cozy hoodies to dresses to wear to a baby shower or wedding, the designs and color options are gorgeous, just like you. Breastfeeding and taking care of a new baby is challenging enough, and finding something great to wear shouldn't be so hard. Nursing Queen has you, has you covered with top-rated customer service and products, and they're based in the U.S. Check out the entire Nursing Queen collection of tops, dresses, swimsuits, hoodies, and sweatshirts at nursingqueen.com. And you can use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you are not suffering from sore nipples, are you even a breastfeeder? And when sore nipples turn to crack nipples, forget about it. It's enough to want to call it quits. All joking aside, damaged nipples can cause real problems with successfully breastfeeding your baby. Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is formulated to soothe, protect, and heal sore or cracked nipples. This nipple balm is made with organic herbal ingredients and combined with natural moisturizers to help provide relief and to heal affected areas and even prevent cracks from reappearing. Nurture Nipple Balm alleviates the discomfort so the joy can be restored to your special bonding time. It is safe for both parent and baby and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And these sponsor links, as well as these promo codes, can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, along with all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, 
and information about scheduling your very own lactation consultation with Diane. So I had a mama this week <clears throat> that we actually did an online consultation. Um, her baby is 18 months and doing a lot of comfort nursing. And she's kind of at that place. And she said, you know, that I could talk about this because it was like perfect timing for this conversation that um, baby Adam is just doing he's doing a lot of comfort nursing for sure. And, you know, Cynthia's feeling a little bit like at that place where she's like, I need some boundaries. I'm feeling a little nursing aversion, you know, and she just really wanted to talk about it and see what options were and what she could do. And um, we talked about, you know, what their nursing looks like. And if they're out of the house, he's fine. You know, he'll drink from a cup with no problem or, you know, a, take snacks and he'll eat, you know, some food or whatever. And she even if she tries to nurse him when they're out somewhere, he won't even be bothered. Like he's fine, fine all day. But if they're home, then he wants to just nurse, nurse, nurse all day long. So, we're like, OK, we know that he can do it. That he doesn't really, you know, that's a comfort. He's doing co a lot of comfort nursing during the daytime. That is his thing. But she's like, I can't, you know, I, I don't mind nursing him in the morning, nursing him at nap, you know, nursing him before at bedtime and during the night. She's like, but that, you know, during the day, he's, it's just getting to be too much for me. So like, that is also, but her concern was too, am I going to take away calories for him? Am I taking away his food? And, you know, we really had to break it down and be like, okay, like, when does he eat during the day? What does that look like? What happens when you go out? And when we determine, like, he goes out with them and he's fine. He doesn't need to nurse, even when offered, that it's more of a comfort thing, you know? And, and we talked about setting up boundaries. But it's really hard because you don't – you have that in your head, you know, that like, oh my gosh, is this going to be the wrong decision? Am I taking food from my baby? You know, that's what happens when you get to be like the older child. Earlier, it feels like, you know, we don't want to give them all that food for whatever reason. We don't want to keep feeding them. But, you know, when we – when our, our baby's older, it's like, okay, am I, am I going to be – am I making the right decision? And yeah, I know the transition to different phases of breastfeeding is really difficult. I mean, you have to, you are, you know, com constantly reassessing where you are with breastfeeding for as long as you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that comfort nursing doesn't go away. And like you said, like, you know, Jack comfort nursed until he was six and a half. And that doesn't necessarily go away. You know, when they're newborn, they're doing it for, for, you know, a certain reason. When they're older, they're doing it for a certain reason. It doesn't, it's not something that they're going to necessarily like grow out of. They still need you, you know? And one of the things that Cynthia said when we followed up this week too, um, she had said to me that I asked her how it was going and she said that, you know, he just needs more, more mom time if he's not nursing as much, you know? So it's like, it's that comfort. They, they just want to be with you, you know? And like we were saying earlier, the breastfeeding is the only thing your baby has known since Day one of their life, our one, in most cases, of their life. That's the only thing they know. So if we take that away or when it's time for them to decide to move on to something else and they choose to not nurse anymore, they're replacing it with something, you know, like they they need they still need you. They're never going to not need you. Yeah, they need to be developmentally ready to 
to transition to something else. Mm-hmm. And that takes a long time, a longer than we want. <laughs> but we, I, you know, one of the things I notice about comfort nursing is that we say it with, we say comfort with like such disdain, you know, like, oh, they're just comfort nursing. I re- this is what we did at the, when I used to work at the residential facility. They're just doing it for attention. Okay, everybody mm. needs comfort and everybody needs attention. Like, why are we, why are we treating this like, it's, like yeah. it's not a need? It is a need. You are meeting your baby's need. Right. We're making it sound like criminal activity. You know, like, oh, yeah. this baby. They're just comfort Yeah, this nursing. baby is just really, and, yeah, it's really, know, they're really asking me for something they don't need. Too bad that they need attention. They don't do that. Mm-mm. No, but you're right. Like, they, that's not like to compare it to that when people say, oh, yeah, you know, this person just needs attention. This is why they're behaving like that. So it's like, well, yeah, every, everybody does need attention. Everybody needs comfort. Everybody needs attention. Your baby's going to need a lot of things. And that starts from day one. But the more you do it with them, the more you offer them the breast, the more you give them that comfort, the better it, it is for them. You know, like the just the better everything is. It might not seem like it. People might tell you, oh, you can't nurse them all the time like that because then they're going to get used to it. They're going to get spoiled. They're going to get attached to you, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, they're going to grow up to know that their mom is there. And that's right. what we that, want. Yeah, we all want that. As long, Yeah, as long, whatever your baby is doing is normal and okay. Like, there, there's no, you know, there's no such thing as like nursing too much, you know. Right. Um, you know so now that we've validated really like the behavior of like the constantly nursing baby or the comfort nursing baby you know I think Mm -hmm. we could talk a little bit about too about because when I first had you know both of not so much um, my first but with my second I remember kind of being like well he's nursing all the time (laughs) and I understood that it was normal and I understood all this but I also needed to like pee and you Mm -hmm. know do certain things and just stand up and maybe take a shower and you know you just had a baby so you need to do the little sits baths or like all that like if I tried to get both of my kids to take a pacifier and they wouldn't do it I tried to use that downtime you know to you know you can try you can totally try to give your baby a pacifier you can that's okay like it's not going to you know if you stick a pacifier in their mouth all the time it might start to affect your supply and things like that if you're Mm -hmm. not breastfeeding on demand and all that but if you if your baby will take a pacifier and it's okay you you know you're you you know you can jump in the shower you can do something while they're kind of you know just resting that that's okay you're not gonna you're not gonna mess anything up no not at all and I often will talk to parents about that you know because I like it if they are identifying when a baby is actually feeding and when they're doing more of a comfort nursing. And I always tell, you know, like if, if you know that the baby is fed and you need to like do something, get a shower, you know, whatever, and you have help there, somebody else that can take the baby or whatever you, you want to do, there's, that's okay to take the baby off at that point because the feeding is done and you can give them the pacifier if they'll take it or you can give them to, you know, your partner or your mom or whoever else is there with you while you can get a break if that's what you need. There's nothing wrong with that. If we know the baby is fed, then that's okay. They just need that comforting time. They need that snuggle time that they can get 
from, you know, somebody else that's there helping you too. Because you do have to pee sometimes and you do have to get a meal sometimes, you know, like it's not like we're not saying just sit on your couch with your baby on your boob for 24 hours a day. There's definitely, you know, people need a break. Yeah, we want to validate that the comfort nursing of your baby is totally normal and it's not a milk supply problem and there's not it's not a sign that there's something wrong we want to validate that but we also want to validate how overwhelming and how hard you know this is and that you you know if you want to take a break and you need to you do need to take you will need to take a break and that's okay too (laughs) you know so so you know it's you know it's two-sided really I mean, you know, everything yeah. is okay. Comfort nursing is fine. It's good. It's gonna. It's great to do and to let your baby do that. Um, but it's also okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just fine. I mean, perfectly or personally, in the in the early days, I wish, all, if like if I had my way, which I never had my way, but if I had my way, I would have mamas like just lay on their couch with nursing their baby or find a comfortable spot, nurse your baby, watch TV, re- you know, whatever it is that you want to do, binge some show on Netflix or something and just relax, you know, like have nothing else to do and just relax. And that would be ideal. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll have moms that say, well, can I just leave? Is that going to be okay if I leave the baby there? Because he's quiet and it's fine. And I'm just sitting here watching, you know, whatever show anyway. And like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's perfectly fine. So it's, there is no, like, there is, like, like you said, there's no too much, you know, like there's no like, okay, yeah, it's been long enough now. You need to, you need to cut him off and take him off. Like there's, you don't have to do that. There's no too much. No, I t- I always tell that story or I've told it a couple of times where like my husband would leave for work in the morning, hand me the remote control and like as many snacks as would fill up on the couch and I would just sit there and yeah. I knew all the shows and I would sit and he'd come home and he'd be like, have you moved? And I'm like, as little as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and it was always just to like pee or, you know, and it was, it was, you know, it seemed really hard. It was really hard. And that's the other thing. Um, mm-hmm. This time you were you were you were touching on this too is that this time will pass you know it it seems like a lot it seems like I mean even for me in the beginning with my first it was it seemed like a very scary and dark time and where you know everything that's going on you're questioning and things are changing quickly and you don't know which way is up and I hate it when people say things will get better because they don't necessarily get better they get different um, but you, it won't always be like it is right yeah. now forever. Things will evolve. Things will progress. Things always... Right, it evolves. I remember saying um, I was... When I just started tandem nursing, I was talking to a friend and I was like, man, it's so different now, you know, with my first. Like, I don't... It was... I was having nursing aversion. It was so... Ugh. It was really rough. And she was like, yeah, breastfeeding evolves. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it does. It just evolves like anything else. It does. It becomes your new normal. And you just kind of like accept, you know, it, it, it is what your life is now. It's your, you just evolve. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's, that's what my feeling on comfort nursing is. Mine too. And yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, it's not all, you know, 
It's not, it's not this, it's, it's, I think we, you know, especially people around us, they make it really a lot more complicated than, than it really is. Because I think a lot of times people are getting these doubts in their heads because everybody's around them, you know? And so I know it's really not, it's easier said than done, but try to block all those people out. And, you know, if you need anything, let, let us know. Right. Let us know. Listen to your instinct. If your instinct says this is what feels right, then that's what you should do. Then it's right. Do what feels right for you. Don't worry about what everybody else is saying. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope that you have a better understanding of comfort nursing now or at least feel a little bit validated in your comfort nursing or your need for a break. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And uh, let us know if you need anything. Bye. Bye.